Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome kids, it's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome everyone to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dusty Donuts. And a big thanks to Sam from Wales, who is the star of today's episode. And he read out our introduction poem for us. Well, I hope you're feeling ready for some rhymes and fun today because we're going to spend the next 15 minutes listening to three poems on this week's chosen topic. We'll also hear from special guests along the way. So while I play our intro music, get wriggling around to find a comfortable spot. I'm so excited. It's time for this week's Kids Poetry Club. I'm on my way to the club for our episode. Queenie and Chicken offered to set up everything ready, which was really sweet of them. But, of course, I never really know what to expect whenever Queenie and Chicken get together. So why don't we take advantage of my walk to do our club registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, our timing couldn't have been better. I just arrived at the club. So let's head in and see what Queenie and Chicken are up to. Oh, hi, little Dazzy Donuts. Hi, Queenie. Hi, Chicken. How's everything going here at the club? Is everything ready for the episode? Little Dazzy Donuts, Chicken says that it's so great to tutor you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ch- Chicken said what? She said it's so great to tutor you. Well, that sounds unusual. Are you sure you heard her correctly? Oh, uh, yes, I'm very sure. You tutor, we're playing a little game. <laughs> you tuna? Don't you tuna it yet? I'm with you now. It's great to tuna you means it's great to see you. So every time you'd normally say the word see, you replace it with the word tuna instead. Tuna, chicken. I told you little Dazzy Donuts was a bright cookie. Uh, that doesn't sound right. Uh, Perhaps he's a sharp cookie. Oh, no, that still doesn't sound right. Is he a smart, tough cookie? Well, I guess that is some kind of cookie, that's for sure. My gosh, I'm getting all my worms mixed up today. Well, Queenie, you're definitely having a lot of fun with words today. Perhaps we should make that our topic for the episode and have more word fun together. Oh, yeah, I love that idea. Do you have any poems about words, Little Dazzy Donuts? Of course I do, Queenie. Why don't we read one out now and then we'll have more word fun. This first poem is called Between My Ears and it's all about what happens to words when they go in through your ears and into your head. But how do you think this first poem will arrive? How do you think the Poetry Postal Service will deliver our first poem? Listen carefully. Here it comes. (coughs) 
It arrived by donkey. What an interesting way for a poem to travel. OK, now it's here. Let's listen to Between My Ears. Whatever you told me, it went in one ear and it shot out the other. So I have no idea whether it was something important. I really should know. Like, where are the keys or where I should go? Now this has happened, the lesson is clear that next time you talk, I should block up one ear. So whatever you're saying stays in my head and I retain every word that you've ever said. Oh, I like that poem, Little Dazzy Donuts. I've never thought about what happens to all of those words once they go through one of my ears. If they really can't escape straight out of my other ear, then that totally explains why I forget what I'm told all the time. Perhaps if I use my finger to block up an ear, I remember more of the things. So, Queenie, how are you and Chicken getting on with your word fun? Well, we're still playing our banana. You are? Oh, yes, it's the best banana we've played all day. Aye, <laughs> Tuna. You've replaced the word game for the word banana. By the way, how did you start this banana in the first place? Well, Chicken and I were doing a crossword in that magazine over there. When we'd finished, we checked our answers against those at the back of the magazine, and we found that we accidentally got an answer wrong. We'd put the word tuna as our answer to one across. Oh, it wasn't tuna at all. We laughed so hard. And then we thought we'd just use the word tuna as a replacement for other words. Let me see. Oh, yes, one across. The clue was um, an African animal that mostly eats plants and lives some of the time in water. Twelve letters. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can see how we thought the answer might be tuna. Actually, Queenie, I can't. The answer to the clue is actually hippopotamus, and it has 12 letters. How did you ever think the answer could be tuna? Tuna only has four letters. Oh, little Dazzy Donuts. Clearly, you do not understand how Chicken and I do crosswords. You're right, I don't. Oh, well, let's play another fun word game together. How about we play a game of limerick? Oh, yes, please. How do we play it? Well, I'll give you the first two lines of a limerick poem, and you have to finish off the poem by adding three more lines. That sounds great fun. Chicken and I can work together as a team. So, can you give me an example of a limerick? Of course, Queenie. A limerick poem is typically a funny one, and it has five lines, and the first, second, and last lines all rhyme with each other. And the third and fourth lines both rhyme too. Here's an example. When Queenie and Chicken played a game, words were changed and not the same. A simple word like sea sounded like tuna to me. Come tuna the fun, they proclaimed. Well, I think I'm going to like playing limericks. So why don't you give us two lines to think about while you read a second poem? Okay then, here goes. I'll give you the first two lines. Why don't you write a limerick that starts with... There once was a young poet who rhymed but just didn't know it. Chicken says that we accept the challenge. Now, while we work together on it, could you read out this poem that I have in my pocket? Of course, Queenie. 
Oh, I like this one. It's called I Forgot. And it's all about what it's like to have something to say and then to completely forget that as soon as you start speaking. I'm sure that's something that we've all experienced at some point. Let's listen to our second poem. I Forgot. I really wanted us to talk, as I had something important to say. But between me starting and this time now, I've completely lost my way. I remember that I had this fact sat on the tip of my tongue. But once I opened my mouth, it must have dropped out. So you can see why something seems wrong. I'm umming and I'm ahhing just to fill the time, while I hope the fact I've sadly lost comes back into my mind. I can feel my brain is straining. My throat is going dry. My eyes are bulged. I'm turning red. I think I'm going to cry. Very soon I'll have to stop. I have nothing to convey. And neither of us will ever know what I came over here to say. Reading that again makes me feel so sorry for the poor person in the poem to be trying so hard to remember what it was they wanted to say and then finally having to admit that it's been lost forever. Okay, let's check in with Queenie and Chicken to find out how they're doing with the limerick poem. So Queenie, how's it going writing the third, fourth and fifth lines of the limerick? Oh, well, I think we've done so well here. Chicken thought of the third and fourth lines, and then I came up with the fifth. Here, let me read it to you. <clears throat> there once was a young poet who rhymed but just didn't know it until she typed an anecdote at each word that she wrote rhymed with the one above and below it. Hey, well done to both of you. That's really funny. It is. Although I think it lost something when I translated it from the original chicken language version. You know, not every chicken word has a direct equivalent in English. I didn't know that, Queenie. I don't actually speak chicken. Well, in chicken language, it matters more how you say something rather than what you actually say. So the same chicken word can be 20 English words. And you know which one by the way the word is said. So a sound means something different if it's said in an angry tone, or a worried tone, or a happy tone, and so on and so on and so on and so on and so on. And, oh, and one more so on. So, little Dazzy Donuts, seeing as you don't speak chicken, do you just speak English? Well, Queenie, at different times in my life, I've taken classes to learn French and German. However, I really only know a little of both languages. I wonder if it's possible to take classes in chicken language. You should check that out. If you can, then you should do it. Speaking chicken opens your eyes to a whole new world. I like that idea, Queenie. I'll definitely look out for evening classes in the chicken language. If I ever see one, I'll sign up. Now, all of this talk about languages fits perfectly with our third poem today, which is called Your Language. The poem is all about speaking to someone who speaks a completely different language to you. But how do you think this third poem will arrive? Listen carefully. Here it comes. It came by motorbike. Posty Dale is certainly using a wide range of delivery methods these days. Well, now it's here. Let's listen to the poem. 
your language. Everything you said to me was about as clear as mud. Not a single word that you used was one I understood. Maybe you were speaking French, the language used in France. And so if you spoke to someone French, perhaps they'd stand a chance. Or were you speaking Russian, German, Welsh or Dutch? And someone from those countries would understand so much of what you tried to tell me for an hour or two. And until they're here, I'll nod just like I speak the same language as you. <laughs> That's so funny, little Dazzy Donuts. That sounds just like what would happen if Chicken spoke to you for an hour or two. Well, Queenie, that sadly was our final poem of the episode. Aww. However, we do have some happy news, which is that we'll have a bonus episode this coming Thursday, where we'll hear more submissions from the spring competition that just closed, all read out by the poets who wrote them. Then, next Monday's episode announces all of the winners. Woohoo! I'm so excited about both of those episodes! Talking of next week's episode announcing the winners, do you think I could help you to design and run it? I have some wonderful ideas for how to organize an awards ceremony. Of course, Queenie. I'm sure you'll bring a sense of fun and excitement to the whole occasion. What I call that certain Queenie flair. Yippee! I can't wait! Okay, well, I'm off now to book the orchestra for the awards ceremony. Bye, little Dazzy Donuts. See you soon. Toodle pip. Right, bye, Queenie. Wait, did she just say orchestra? Did she just say that she's booking an orchestra for next week's episode where we announce the winners of the spring competition? Oh, gosh. I better find some more chairs for the club between now and next week. It was a struggle to fit in the marching band a few weeks ago. I suspect that an orchestra will be even more challenging. Well, before I do that, let me first remind you that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you'll see a wonderful drawing by our club illustrator, Dot Church. You can also see the Podsnack video for the episode and download the episode's pod pack of activities. They're all free! Plus, there's information on how to send your poems and drawings into the club. There's also information on how you can be the star of the episode who reads out the introduction poem. You'll find everything you need at kidspoetryclub.com. It has been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll return on Thursday to listen to the bonus episode and then next week for the winner's announcement. It'll be so great to see you there. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying, keep rhyming. <laughs> <laughs>